0: The beast, she live. What? It's it live. It's alive.
1: What? Uh, um, uh, are we talking about Frankenstein's monster? What are we talking about?
0: Long? No, that would be Frankenstein. Frankenstein, the real monster. Right. Okay. Uh, excuse me. It's uh, Frankenstein's monster. No, no. I'm talking about the doctor. Why don't you sit your ass <laughs> down? Why don't you sit your ass down? No, the the show. Longtime listeners of the show will remember that uh, the show computer is um, the real villain of the show. Like if oh, we need a, yes, a swiper on this thing uh, to talk about some trailers that are coming up, uh, that's the, it's the computer of this show. Yeah. Um, the computer that I bought a couple years ago to take us to the next level. And to mm-hmm. be honest, we got there. We got to the next level. But it was, you know, because this thing was pursuing us. <laughs> That's How we got there in the first place, yeah. Uh, uh and yeah, so uh, we got a new computer, uh, thanks to in no small part, uh, contributions from uh, our patrons, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the sort of stockholders and members of the show. Uh, we were able to uh, cobble together some money and get a nice new computer. That new computer crapped itself, yes, about a month in, uh, let's say 32 days, just beyond the point. <laughs> of when it could be returned uh, under the Amazon warranty. Right. And so that's why you buy uh, local, I guess. But anyway, uh, (laughs) and I would say um, it's probably a showgirls situation. I think maybe uh, the Beast pushed it down the stairs from an electronic standpoint. Oh, my goodness. Why would it go wrong? Uh, Why would there be a problem? I know. But that's where we are. Yeah. And so while that thing makes its way back to, uh, thank God, uh, be serviced under the terms of the one-year manufacturer's warranty, yes. God knows what it'll look like when it gets back.
1: I hope it's in good condition still. They must
0: do it in like a semi-clean situation, right? I would
1: think so, yeah. yeah. Like
0: a clean, Dust-free. Clean room yeah, situation. Uh-huh. This isn't like... Uh, I used to work in an uh, electronic servicing plant, but it was like server stuff, so the main thing you had to do was, you know, ESD stuff, you know, like a smock, uh, okay. touch the thing when you come in, stand on a pad, sure. you couldn't fry any of the uh, server equipment, or, or it might uh, work, or no, excuse me, not work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is like, you're cracking open my, my two grand laptop here, you better have a mask on right? It, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: anyway, uh, funny thing is, uh, one of the reasons that we uh, got that new computer is that the beast finally died, or at least it was playing dead. Right. And so, oh, time for a new computer. Uh, To my surprise, about two weeks after we got the new computer, the Beast showed signs of life. Mm -hmm. And now the Beast in one of those like sort of face turns that you get, you know, like when uh, Magneto joins the X-Men, you know, or like Sabretooth is good now. I don't know why these are all X-Men related uh, examples, but it just works. mm -hmm. Uh, The Beast is now, uh, you know, pulling pulling heavy duty. The Beast is holding the world up. Yes. Like Atlas Mm -hmm. while the uh, new computer is getting serviced. Yeah. New computer. No no stamina. No stamina.
1: <laughs> yeah. Whereas the beast can go forever. The computer and ever. can go
0: forever. Yeah. Just slowly. Yeah. And sometimes we'll just quit because it wants to go home and it's done.
1: Right. It has a mind of its own.
0: For sure. Yeah. That's, you don't want that in a computer. No, you don't. I mean, I want a logical brain. I want, <laughs> technically, yeah. I want it to have a mind of its own, but don't have a mind of your own. Right. Do what I tell you. Just
1: go where I want you to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so hopefully fingers crossed, uh, the beast can get us through this time where we do not have the new computer and hopefully the new computer will come back in better shape than it left us. That
0: is the hope. Yes. But it's all about renewals, isn't it? Yes. It's all about, about changes, about new things, about Mm -hmm. things, beginnings, endings, new beginnings. And that's where we find ourselves. At this San Diego Comic Con yes. of 2019, I, we're not there. I don't want to misrepresent that we're there. <laughs> Love to be no. there someday uh, next year.
1: You think next year? We always
0: say next year, but let's actually do it next year. Uh,
1: okay, we'll see. All right,
0: we'll do it. Uh, anyway, uh, we're sorry. First, of all, I should uh, introduce ourselves. Um, we're very we're more professional than this. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Calm down a little. Take a Xanax. Uh, we're the Just Enough a podcast, man. Yeah. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi,
1: I'm Mikan Hana.
0: Isn't it nice? Isn't like weed just like natural Xanax?
1: I guess.
0: It's like natural. grows in the ground. I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't really know, but I guess so. <laughs> I love that
0: argument. Every, everything is natural. Right. Nothing came from outer space. <laughs> except for octopus is octopi. Yeah, right. <laughs> so... Uh, it's all natural. Uh-huh. Like, it's just what you want is THC, which is a chemical that right. if I drew it on a piece of paper and I drew uh, the Xanax chemical, which I can't remember right now on a piece of paper,
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Right. Unless, yeah, man, yeah, I can. See this tattoo? <laughs> Leaf. See this tattoo? The THC molecule structure. Right, cannabinoid. right. Cannabinoid molecule
3: i guess
1: yeah
0: uh, sounds like i know a lot about pot doesn't it it does i've never done pot so <laughs> i don't know why i know so much but don't know why uh either. how do we even get here oh yeah to bring you all the news that's fit to cast in the world of we uh, nerdy entertainment <laughs> and that news is all sdcc right yes. now it is uh what it's called san diego comic-con yes which is a ton of trailers, a ton of uh, announcements about stuff. Uh, You know, I mentioned New Beginnings. It's a new beginning for a couple different franchises, which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about uh, on the show here, and try to get you all the information we can. It's still going on, um, but, you know, it's the last day. We're recording this on Sunday, so I guess if anything comes out that we missed, we'll talk about it on a later show. But, yeah, it's uh, a lot of news. And that's pretty much going to be it for this week. Yeah. How are you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing well, Cal. Um, kind of glad we're recovering. And in some ways, I'm glad that we're not at San Diego. Uh, just because it would be three cons in a row. Well, we almost did
0: three cons in a row.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Still uh, want to do three cons in a row.
1: Yeah, I know. Um,
0: Isn't last minute cheaper?
1: I don't <laughs> Isn't that how travel know works? that it is. <laughs> Sometimes it works out that way. But I wouldn't say that's the golden rule, you know?
0: Um, I mean, you don't actually have to stand if you're on standby. You get to sit. They should call it sit well, by.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, sure. Uh, how are How are you doing, Cal? Uh,
0: good. I, um, you know, <laughs> that's, I don't have an answer for that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing good. You know, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling pressured. I don't know why I feel pressure when these giant companies, uh, you know, that have billions of dollars are. Um, releasing things and people that should be you know i'm sure that they're worried that people will accept the kind of things they're bringing out right um people specifically like you know marvel is making a lot of changes yes um they have taken you know the last couple years off or at least gone not as hard as they have before and this is a big year for them and Mm -hmm. it's not a big movie year
3: no they only
0: had a couple movies to talk about and a lot of it was other stuff which we'll talk about and so They would be understandably nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. (laughs) I'm nervous about the the new responsibility that I uh, will have in in covering a lot of this stuff. There was a lot of big uh, Star Trek announcements. Yes. And every one of them makes me kind of squeal a little bit, but it also makes me go you know immediately I go into like okay all right well what do we do what do we do it'd be mm-hmm. like you know uh, not bad example but it'd be like if you ran like a widget company a widget servicing company mm-hmm. and you'd always done the uh, you know t21s and then the company that makes the t21s announced the t2000s you know, oh, we've got six new models that right. do this and that and go over there and do this. And you'd be like, oh, it's exciting for exciting for our industry. But you'd also be like, got to hire some more service guys. Got to get training on the T21000s or whatever it was. That's how I feel. I'm looking I'm looking at a lot of work going forward. I
1: understand what you're saying. Which is good. I mean, it's, you know. It's
0: good to be busy. Yeah, and it's a good time to be in the podcast, specifically the nerd and Star Trek podcasting business. But after last weekend when... You know, I had a tweet get 300, 200, 300 likes or something like yeah. that about some of the news coming out of the Star Trek thing. It's like, all right, man, this is what you wanted.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And um,
0: I could use some CBD oil. Right. Is that right?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were out somewhere for brunch the other day and there was like a CBD cocktail.
3: Yeah.
1: It's just like, this stuff is everywhere, you know? Um, <laughs> no. So it's just like, wow, you just can't, you can't escape. Um but uh I don't know. Um I, I guess it is a lot of responsibility because there are a lot of new properties that are coming out, especially within the realm of Star Trek. Um but um you do want your tweets to be popular and to be seen and you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But but then I guess there's a lot of there's added pressure of like well, people really liked that tweet. Are they going to really like my next tweet? Or, you know, how do you keep canceled. it going? Yeah. I just want to get canceled. Right. Exactly. All the
0: racist things that I'm saying all the time.
1: You are not. Don't say that.
0: And all the... What's a real niche thing? Yeah. Hedgehogs. Boy. I got a lot of opinions about hedgehogs. Oh, boy. That's, Actually, that's not that's, a good one because... It's very niche.
1: Oh, Sonic? <laughs>
0: specifically a hedgehog-related yeah. flap on Twitter. That's true. I did not see... And why are we waiting? We should just get into our segment. But yeah. I did not see um, any specific news about Sonic the Hedgehog. Wouldn't this have been a good time for Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog to, uh, to update? stick his head out of the ground? Yes. That's, that's how it works, right? I don't Six know. Six more weeks of uh, no trailers?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, this would have been a great time to reveal the new look that we're supposedly going to get. <laughs> um, you know... Instead of what we got, which was kind of Uncanny Valley, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. We've talked
0: about this on a previous show, but this thing saw the Uncanny Valley and then it set a jump up and put its spangly right? jumpsuit on and yes. tried to jump the Uncanny Valley yeah. on a dirt bike. Right. Uh, why are we holding back? Let's just get into our news. So I was looking around to see if there was any non-news or non-SDCC news, okay. um, and there's not really. I mean it's pretty much all SDCC news. There's might've might been one or two things that we had missed before the weekend started, but here we are now. Uh, one thing that was announced before the weekend started was that, uh, Benioff and Weiss would not be attending the game of Thrones panel.
1: Oh, why was that?
0: Because they're allergic to rotten tomatoes being thrown at yeah, them. Yeah.
1: I guess I could see that.
0: Uh, rotten tomatoes ruined rotten tomatoes, didn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have to do cabbage or something instead.
1: Sure. Um, my, why, big, why announce it so late?
0: Yeah, right. Why not just immediately say, oh, we're working on something, which is what they said, but why not say it earlier? My right. thing is, why have a panel?
1: Well, that's true too, you know? I know
0: you see it as like a postmortem situation.
1: Is it cathartic? I mean...
0: <laughs> it was supposed to be cathartic because we were supposed to be like, oh, the font, see you at the crossroads. Yeah, right. You know, the farewell. And instead it's like... Everybody hates this. Just cancel the panel. I guess you rented the space already, but I'm sure somebody else would want to take it for something. Uh-huh. Just say, oh, you know, it's, nobody could make it. Gwendolyn Christie is throwing a party because she got nominated. Or, right. There's all kinds of excuses, but yet they're going to have this, you know, two minute hate, which to be honest, I don't have the figures. Um, I'm, I'm a journalist newsman. Um, I bet it was not quite as well as attended as uh, some of the other. Panels. I wouldn't
1: be surprised if that was yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, I, I think there are probably a lot of fans who are disappointed in it this, well, this past Well, year. we've gone over that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, plenty. Did we talk about the fact that Frank Spotnitz, uh, who you might know from working on The X-Files, also he created a couple different things. Uh, he did the series Hunted, uh, I think, that you enjoyed on Showtime, starring Melissa George. Uh, he's worked on The Man in the High Castles, the okay. co-creator of that show. Uh, he is going to develop a TV series based on Warhammer 40K.
1: Okay, um, I think I saw an article about this, but I didn't actually, I just kind of read the title. Um, Neat. what do you think that people are ready for a series like this? I mean, it, the, obviously Warhammer is very popular, but like, what would a series even be on? Like, cause it, there's just so many different stories. I know They're there's a lot
0: of ways in. Yeah. Okay. Because the whole point, if you know anything about Warhammer 40k, it's like the, the original Grim, dark, dark, grim, dark, dark, grim, dark. Okay. Um, th- you know, universe, it's the 40 k is that it's set in the year 40,000. Okay. And humans live in this terrifying, scary galaxy. All right. Uh, where they're fighting, you know, creatures from, you know, from another dimension and everything is terrible. And the, the, the titular, there are no titular heroes, I guess, but the, the main sort of heroes are generally seen as like the space marines. Sure who are... So it's like a future humanity has... The the diaspora has taken us across the galaxy, right? Mm -hmm. And we have these things called space marines, which are barely human. They're like eight foot tall sort of humans who have been genetically modified. They have extra lungs and they can eat a piece of their enemy's flesh and gain their knowledge. And they can do all these weird, gross gross. things. Yeah, it's a lot of body horror type stuff. But they're the heroes. right? And they're all heroes in that they're like Roman legions who are... You know, zealously like uh, committed to the God Emperor, who is a you know enlightened being who is dead basically, but he is like attached to this throne and he psychically powers all the warp drives and the way that we get around. So it's like this death cult that's been going for like ten thousand years. (laughs) Yeah, it's very weird. And there's no way in. And the whole thing is that like life is cheap. Like the real quote unquote real humans are just like faceless. Troopers, you know, in the uh, imperial armies, who are just sent into the meat grinder, sometimes literally, of fighting wow. the orcs and like the tau and all these weird, strange. It's not like Star Trek where you go out and it's like, oh, this guy's he's green and he's got a little chewing gum on his forehead and neat, mm-hmm. and also he wants to bone me. Let's do this. Right, like everything's terrible. It's horrible. There are horrible, terrible Lovecraftian things like waiting out in the cosmos, and so okay. I don't see like. A POV character. I don't know how you get into this. Yeah, there are there is no show on TV like this that I can think of. Okay, so you know how do you ease your general viewer into it?
1: Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, probably the it most seems overwhelming.
0: Yeah, well, it is. And probably the most relatable characters are like some of the orcs like oh, really <laughs> Yeah, because they're just like the orcs are like uh you know they're space orcs and they've got like machines but they don't but one of the things about the universe is that i'm not an expert on this at all mm. uh, i've just played the role-playing game a couple times and i have some friends that write um tie-in novels uh, that i haven't really read uh so it's like the they use like this uh, advanced machinery but a lot of it is like the principles and, and and science behind it has been lost. Mm. So there's sort of like a magical element to just, you know, like a coffee maker. And so you use this stuff, but you don't really understand it. And the orcs have this sort of, they're like orcs and dwarves put together and that okay. they're sort of like tinkery. And they, okay. um, but I don't know. They're But, but they're kind of like designed to be kind of funny and like, I, I don't know.
2: Just Interesting. I
0: just don't know how you get into this. I mean, I'm, clearly you just pick a character that is, um, just like you'd like, You know, uh, like something like Gladiator, like the Russell Crowe movie or any Mm -hmm. Roman movie. Mm -hmm. Those – Russell Crowe is fine with slavery, you know, it exists in his world. Right. He's fine with putting men to death, you know, in a blood sport. Mm -hmm. And we would go, that's horrible, but we understand that there's a nobility in Maximus as a character for his time and place. Right. So you just take that, you just add 40,000 years to it, and now you've got a character who is a – Romanish general type guy sure. who doesn't care about, you know, the killing orcs, guy. yeah, yeah. You know, squishing orc brains. But he's got some sense of honor in his universe. But it's going to be tough.
1: Okay. Huh. It seems uh, very a very ambitious. I have, I have opinions about this. <laughs> yes, you do. It seems uh, very ambitious, and I'm I'm kind of curious to see how they are willing, to, how they will pull this off.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm gonna I want to see how they pull off the Gossip Girl reboot.
1: Oh boy. Well, this doesn't talk about SDCC, was it?
0: At HBO Max. Oh No, boy. this is all pre-SDCC news. Okay. This all is right. like, Get it in
1: before. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's gonna, it's not gonna have the same characters, right?
0: It's from the original writer and executive producer. So this would be, um, man, I had to learn their names because of the Starfleet uh, Academy show, but now I don't remember <laughs> their name. Savage, Stephanie Savage, and um, uh, Josh, Ding, Josh Safran or Ding Dong Schwartz, Schwartz. Okay. And, uh, it, you know, it's based on the book, just like the original one. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as we know, uh, I'm sure that they will try to get the original characters in there somehow, but I don't think it's going to um, follow the original characters. Okay. I think it's going to be a reboot.
1: All right. Just like a straight reboot? Like, Although, not like a prequel or anything? Uh,
0: Kristen Bell the... Um, Kristen Bell is the J. Jonah Jameson of... Gossip Girl, right? I have no you, idea. You can't recast that. I don't know. Hold on. I got to start working on the Photoshop <laughs> for the show thing. <laughs> did you ever watch Gossip Girl?
1: Uh, no. I can't say I ever really did. Um, you watched it a little bit, though, didn't you? I
0: did. Yeah. I had to watch like two and a half seasons of it.
1: That's crazy. Did you like it then? You must have. No. No?
0: No. I kept wanting to like it. Oh. The thing is, is that I always get a little antsy or weird about teenagers effing shows oh yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i mean Uh teenagers do uh you know depending on how you look at it you know you either have a positive you know or negative sort of approach to that and right and then this is specifically about i don't know i thought that they could have really leaned into them being bad people (laughs) or -hmm. just like amoral just people like a dynasty dynasty for teens sure which is what I think some of these new shows, like I never seen Skins, but I think it's supposed to be kind of like that, or Euphoria is on HBO now, uh-huh, right. but it's on network TV, and so not only is the content pulled back, but also I think the general pitch of what you're expecting is pulled back. So every week it has to be like, you know what, family is important. Da, 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 da. Right, uh-huh. Let's have some milkshakes. Right. Uh, mine's got you, isn't it? Like it's it it just i felt like it was caught between two things but then it kept trying to especially in the later seasons they tried to like amp it up and like go like oh boy you oh boy Papa you really want to watch this show yeah, it's like oh, these kids are in high school though Yeah, right. i think i broke off when one of the characters had a and i guess they did this on Dawson's Creek but uh-huh. one of the characters like had a thing for like his teacher, and she was like a TA. She was like three years older than that. Okay, he was. okay. But they went through all this thing about how it was like inappropriate and it was, seems like we found like a sort of place of equilibrium uh-huh. and then it's got to be a twist. So in the last 30 seconds, like they bang. Of and course. It's like, well, it, this isn't even good storytelling.
1: Right, right. Huh. Well, now that it's going to be on HBO Max, do you think it'll be like?
0: (laughs) Obviously, they're not going to hold back. Well, I don't think it's HBO Max. It's just their sort of streaming a la carte service. I don't think that it's necessarily going to try to shoot for the HBO Moon. But (laughs) anything with the title HBO that's not Sesame Street is going to be pushing boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're definitely gonna. It's gross. I don't know why we fetishize like these teenagers. Yeah, I don't
1: Leave know. Leave it, it to the Japanese, he, man. Y- oh, man. Oh man, don't boy.
0: don't do that either. Oh boy, uh, let's take a, uh, one more little lap here around the pre SDCC news. Okay, uh, looks like Javier Bardem is in talks to play King Triton in Disney's Little Mermaid.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. Um, okay.
0: Wait a minute, how does that work? Well, if she's a little black mermaid, then uh, he's.
1: It, obviously, it's colorblind casting. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's who a cares? Fa- it's a
0: fairy tale.
1: Yeah. It's a maybe, fantasy. Maybe mom was black. I don't know. You know, mom's not around. So
0: what if they just gave her a mom? That would not yeah, affect the story right. at all. You could just create a character.
1: Yeah. Just give her a mom. I know, right? Go for it. Well, how many Disney movies is like one parent? Maybe absent?
0: the mom died when she gave birth to like forty-seven different Ariel-looking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mermaid ladies. She
1: has a lot of <laughs> sisters. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, she does.
1: Yeah, I think she's the youngest though. What are, what are
0: their stories? Yeah, right. I'm sure they did that in an OVA. They don't call them OVAS probably. in the West, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, AP Bio has been revived. Uh, AP Bio is that sort of community esque sitcom, which I think we'd probably okay. like if we gave it a shot. But I, I ain't getting burned again. Yeah, uh, and it stars uh, Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. Uh, it had ran for, I think, two seasons before it was axed by NBC, but now it's being moved to NBC Universal streaming service, which okay. you're going to, that's going to be the end to a lot of these stories uh, yeah. going forward here. sure. Yeah. A uh,
1: lot of shows being moved to streaming service.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll check it out. Uh, I got some bad news. Uh, I hate to downshift into bad news like this. Um, probably should have brought it up before, but uh, there was a fire at Kyoto Animation Studio in Kyoto, Japan. Uh, yes, it was an arson, we know for a that. fact it was arson, they caught a guy that did it, mm-hmm. um, and it uh, claimed the lives of 33 people and earned, yeah. injured many, many more.
1: Yeah, that's it's it's really upsetting. Um, I think the story goes, I think he used to work there or something like that, I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, he was disgruntled somehow, though. Um, but,
0: well, he was uh, undergoing treatment for mental illness, and okay. he had been um, in uh, before that.
1: Well, this is just, you know, this is really unfortunate. And, you know, we, we, uh, you, you just hope that when somebody is getting treatment for mental illness, that it's helping them. And it's, you know, yeah. like they don't do something extreme like this.
0: Yeah, it's a studio called uh, Kyoto Animation, or Kyoani for short. And um, they are responsible for things like Full Metal Panic and K-On!, And Violet Evergarden, which is a new show that's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, not like, you know, not like the top... It's not like Studio Ghibli, but it's not like... Yeah, I mean, there's still sort of a presence in the the industry. What I want to know is, and when you have a tragedy like this, all you can really do is just feel, you know, have your heart go out to the families and, and the people involved. But how he apparently ran in and, like, poured gasoline or something flammable around, and then this started. And I'm like...
1: Who, did nobody see not, him doing this? Right,
0: but can you not? Where are the fire exits? You know, where are the. Yeah. I guess if you do it at the front door, that's a problem, but like, right. how, how do 33 people die in a modern building from something like this?
1: I mean, that's a really good question. And to it's ask. a question that
0: the, you know, the Kyoto Fire Marshal Office is going to have to answer. But right. Yeah, it's just, it's an unbelievable tragedy. And, yes. you know, we our hearts go out to the families involved and hopefully the studio. Uh, can rebuild from this and, yes. uh, and keep producing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just terrifying. You hate to hear news like this. Yeah. Um,
0: well, here's somebody who never stops producing. Oh, boy. Tasteless, tacky. Uh, Martians, Avels Mar- Martians, A- of Child. Martians, Martians, Martians Whoa. are able to, to peel. Marvel's Agents of Shield. Oh, there we go. Will finally end after its seventh season. Well,
1: ABC. good. I think we stopped watching somewhere in season. Somewhere,
0: two. a bored dog, uh
1: huh,
0: bends down uh-huh. to continue chewing on his on his bone. Yeah. <laughs> Who is watching this?
1: I know. Um, Did, so obviously somebody is.
0: What's the magic number of seven? Because it's like, what is it like three? Depending on how many episodes you have, three, three and a half, four is like where you hit. Syndication, right? Mm-hmm. Which does not even matter anymore because you I don't can, know what it does. Yeah, all that's an old. Services. That's an old number. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, seven just seems to be like, well, it's not a failure if it was seven. Right. Seven years. Right. Star Trek Voyager. Uh huh. <laughs> well, apparently, they decided that seven is enough.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, I, like you said, who's really watching this anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Um. And honestly, I I think the the coolest thing that the show did was when it was like, and I don't know if it's still doing this or not, but like when it was really uh, still following the films and uh, when we found out that S.H.I.E.L.D. was bad, uh, you know, that happened on the show too um, with, you know, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. So uh, I think that worked really well. Um, As far as like, moving past that i'm not really sure how closely they've tied in with the films or really how many people have been tuning in because it seems i don't know maybe i'm just thinking because that's where our drop-off was that other people dropped off there but um i just don't hear anybody talking about this (laughs) so i just don't you know, I, I know there was a fan base there at some point. I just don't know that it's still there. And it
0: becomes even more superfluous once Disney Plus gets rolling with their well, offerings. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, about uh, from uh, the Marvel Universe, starring the stars from the films.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Who are now TV stars. Right. I wonder how they feel about that.
1: I don't know how they feel about that, but I guess they're getting paid. Money so. helps yeah. it. Exactly.
0: Money helps it a lot. Uh-huh. Do you want to talk about the Farscape panel? at San Diego Comic-Con.
3: Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> That's um, the
0: official horn that starts the boat regatta of right. our SDCC news.
1: Okay. Um, sure, why not?
0: So creators uh, Rockne O'Bannon and Brian Henson, mm-hmm. uh, yes, that Brian Henson, were on hand for a 20th anniversary panel. 1999 yes. is the first year that Farscape was released on the then Sci-Fi instead of SIFI yes. network. Yes. And it's been 20 years and it's still, people still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a guy still talks about it on a Star Trek show all the time.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, it's a fantastic series. Um, and I think they, they accomplished a lot with the, uh, you know, was it?
0: Oh, it definitely brought puppets to every sci-fi show all right. after, no, it was the only sci-fi show to use puppets ever.
1: Was it three or four seasons? Three? It was four seasons. It was four. So, and a
0: movie. Yeah. Hashtag.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, well, as far as like sci-fi goes, that's a pretty long running series because they seem to cut it off like pretty quickly. Yeah. It was really so. the
0: beginning. It was one of their first really success. I mean, The Invisible Man. Um, what else? I don't know. Uh, crap. I don't know. Uh, Those losing my sci-fi credibility. Uh, um, they had a ton of series that went nowhere. Yeah. Time Tracks? No, that was on like syndication. Anyway, they had a bunch of series that went nowhere. Uh-huh. This one went four years. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, I think we, we got this down. I think people will accept long-running series from us, so cancel Farscape and right. then green light um, this Ronald D. Moore show that we own. Right. So we're paying ourselves for it.
2: Right, exactly.
0: I'll never forgive them. <laughs> I'll never forgive them. But maybe I won't have to. Oh, yeah? Because Brian and Rockne have said that they are exploring options to continue the story of Farscape.
1: Which I'm really excited about. But <laughs> Which they've I mean... been talking
0: about for 20 years. Yeah.
1: So do you... <laughs> Since
0: they burned the sets from the first show, they've well, been talking about this.
1: So do you bring all the characters back and just do it 20 years later? Oh, I
0: don't know. I mean, we can speculate. We can do a Farscape show in the future. Uh, we got to stay focused on the news here. But I think the point is, is that if... Th- like I said, they've been talking about this forever, but... But it could really happen now. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. Just in the realm of the Brian Henson, the world of Brian Henson, there's a dark crystal show coming up. Uh, this is so true. So literally anything can be brought back from the dead. Yeah. yeah. So I think that this will definitely happen now. Where? I don't know.
1: Right. Will it be on sci-fi? <laughs>
0: I bet sci is the last phone call they'll take. Yeah. But it would be ironic if it did end up on sci-fi.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean I could see it being on other streaming Amazon. services. I was thinking you can Amazon because I don't they want to give Amazon any more reason
0: for me to continue to use them because geez, Amazon, come on. I know. Amazon's really effed a lot of things up for me personally in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. That means that
3: I gotta watch
1: the expanse. I know. Can I get it on iTunes? I don't know if yeah, you can. We'll talk about it when we yeah. get the trailers okay.
0: later on. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, we, I want to save the Marvel news, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about the fact that there will be a V movie directed by Kenneth Johnson and written by Kenneth Johnson. Remember V? Like
1: V for Vendetta? V? <laughs> no. No? Not
0: V for Vendetta. I
1: don't know. Then...
0: V. It was a... TV movie and then a miniseries in the 80s. It's about okay. the visitors, beneficial aliens who come to Earth to uplift us. And then we All find right. out they're not what we think.
2: Okay. And then
0: it was recently rebooted in the late aughts, or naughties as the kids say, mm-hmm. featuring um, Marina Baccarin as one of the lead stars, okay. uh, Laura Vandervoort, uh, who you met last weekend, <laughs> I think was in it too, Okay. and was not successful. Right. On NBC. And uh, so they're going to do it again. It's going to be a movie this time, though.
1: Okay. I mean, I guess when you redo something, it's best to take something that wasn't successful the first time and then try to make it successful. But yeah. I guess that's about all I have to say about
0: it. Yeah. Apparently, many of the original TV cast will be joining.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Like the original from the 80s? Yes. Oh, wow.
0: I think it has yet to be, uh, this is sort of nascent at this point, I think it has yet to be revealed whether it will be a continuation of the story from the 80s, which, I mean, I'd watch, but it would be a real dicey proposition. Sure. Uh, or if it'll just be a reboot uh, mm-hmm. with homage sort of casting
2: right. stuff. And, like, I don't think who was in the
0: original one, and I can't remember. Huh. Lady with the real feathered hair. I remember that part. Everybody's real <laughs> feathery back then.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's hard to pick them out in a lineup, like who has, <laughs> who has the most feathery hair. But yeah, yeah
0: for sure. <laughs> uh, if you want Star Trek news and there is a ton of it, yes. uh, listen to our upcoming episode of Enterprising Individuals uh, at enterprisingindividuals.com on Facebook, Twitter, all those places you should know by now. Uh, we won't talk much about it here, but suffice it to say that there was a trailer for the new Picard series. Yes. And it's uh it's big big time.
1: It's looking pretty exciting, Looked if pretty you good. Ask me. Yep. Yeah.
0: Looking pretty good. Uh-huh. If the only thing that I and I can crab on this show, I gotta be nice on the other show, I guess, is that uh we're this is it now. <laughs> like I think a lot of people observed either positively or negatively that the new Uh, CBS All Access new, you know, new umlaut Trek shows are Mm -hmm. are good. They look great. Mm -hmm. But it's that J.J. Abrams, Kelvin Trek uh, visual aesthetic, whether you like it or not, is here Mm -hmm. to stay. And that is confirmed, hashtag confirmed, uh, by looking at the new Picard show. I mean, I didn't expect it to be like flat lighting and the ship looks like, you know, the lobby of a Hilton or something like that. But this sort of cinematic, sleek, uh, maybe you know some lens flares thrown in. Like, mm-hmm. We're we're stuck with this now forever.
1: Yeah, I, I think we are. Um, and maybe that's a little disappointing because you can Maybe you kind of want your Star Trek a little. Well, it grittier. became so
0: emblematic of the slick and like anti-cerebral tone of the new Star Trek movies, which if you listen to our Enterprising Individuals live episode recorded at Convergence this year, I've come to terms with. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's okay. Yeah. But one of the arguments was that, you know, it's a show about, you know, a guy drinking tea and having moral debates. Right. (laughs) And then suddenly it's like, my hands are huge. I can't see a thing. Right. Um, And that sort of become, that visual redesign became the sort of sticking point, I think, for a lot of people. So to continue to see it go on in a show and a series that has been very thoughtful, you know, discovery Mm -hmm. has been very uh, introspective and in Mm -hmm. the, in the grand Trek tradition. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It'd be like if, it'd be like if there's a guy who was like a real jerk in high school, man, you hate that guy and you meet him 10, years later and he's, you know, really gone through it he's learned about himself. He's he's different. Yeah. You still see that face and you're like, Oh, it's the, Oh no, no, he's nice now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but have you, keep you have that, that gut reaction. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I've come to terms with uh, the. Oh, sleekness. let's get a hot
0: take. Come on.
1: Um, it, it's fine. Uh, I. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I don't expect them to go back to how it was like in the '90s with like. Uh, the end of TNG on um, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, you know, um, I don't expect it to be like muted or anything like that. So. Muted? Like muted colors, you know.
0: 90s like, is muted?
1: Well, it's not as bright.
0: It's earthier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs>
0: did not come prepared with something to say about Star Trek. That's okay. I know you have things to say about some other things, like specifically the Doom Patrol being renewed for season two. It will also be on both DC Universe and HBO Max. So is this the why? beginning of the end for DC Universe? Yeah,
1: why have it on Are we abandoning services? ship already? I don't know. This is weird. I mean, I haven't watched any yeah, of it. I was just joking. But I don't have anything to say about it. But it, it doesn't it kind of bothers me like the what the character design like i don't know that they totally like some of them i think they did a good job of and others i don't think they did
0: yeah
1: um so i don't know i'd have to take a look at it and see and actually like try to watch it in order to have a opinion about it (laughs) okay
0: uh okay Okay. so let's talk about
1: something else of course
0: the eisner awards are announced every year at sdcc they are i mean depending on who you talk to uh one of if not the most prestigious award in the comics industry uh they should rename them the tom king awards
1: why is that
0: because that guy won every one of them
1: oh okay every
0: single one okay are we sick of this going yet i don't know as long as he keeps writing pretty good stories i guess yeah it's not like Brian, Brian Michael Mendes is winning a lot of these things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he won a ton of them. Um, okay. uh, he won Best Short Story uh, for Talk of the Saints from the Swamp Thing Winter Special. Uh, he didn't win uh, Best Single Issue One-Shot. That was uh, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man written by Chip Zdarsky, who's another guy who's uh, really coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giant Days won Best Continuing Series. That one's been going on for a little while I've now. I've heard the good Boombox.
1: things about yep. that. I'm, I need to check that one out.
0: If you can handle comic books that were originated by Brian K. Vaughn, but then taken over by somebody else, I guess you should go for it.
1: Um, I feel like I can handle that if it was taken over by somebody else.
0: So Wasn't it created by him?
1: I am not sure. No, it was not. Oh, it was not. I'm okay. thinking
0: of Paper... Oh. Girls or whatever.
1: Yeah. What is that one called? Yeah.
0: Well, they both feature...
1: Young girls. A group of young girls.
0: In Technicolor, sort of. Yes. Which I know is just like the style now for a lot of coloring right. and comics. But uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, Best limited series I think they won it last year for the first half. But anyway, they won it again. Tom King and Mitch Gerads for Mr. Miracle.
1: You love Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle's really good. We tried. Yeah.
0: We really tried. Uh-huh. We got in on the ground floor. Yeah. With that Mitch Gerads guy.
1: Well, yeah. And he
0: slipped out of our fingers.
1: Okay. We did get an interview with him at one point.
0: (laughs) We we, we did. But it was way past, he was already a superstar. And now he is the multi Eisner award winning. And every year, we did this last year for our SDCC show. Every year we bring him up. And I lament that... He lived two blocks away from us. I know. In uh, unspecified town, which people already know where we live, but whatever. Uh, and he is super nice, but he went from like four likes on a tweet to like twenty thousand likes on a tweet. I know. And we were, I don't know, I don't even know what we would have gotten out of it. But, <laughs> but we were, we were
1: so close, proximity wise. Yes.
0: Yeah. What what what's the job where you are satisfied to see people? I guess if you have a hand in it, like a good re- record producer, uh, Butch Vig. Sure. People in the industry know who Butch Vig is. Absolutely. But he doesn't necessarily. Well, I mean, he literally started a band that he <laughs> was in for a yeah. long time. Yeah. But it's not like he goes around and tells everybody how great he is. He just like makes superstars, catches his yes. checks, and he moves on. Right. Well, anyway, I didn't have any hand in Mitch Giraffe becoming a superstar, <laughs> which he richly deserves because he is a fantastically talented artist. But yes. it's just like seeing a guy go, that guy's going to be something someday. And then, and then a couple years later, he, he is. is something. Yeah. I just yeah. want to effing credit for it. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I didn't uh, predict the rise of Jeff Lemire, but uh, somebody did. Uh, he won best new series for Gideon Falls, his work with Anda Sorrenti- or Andrea and, uh, Sorrentino at Image. Okay. A um, couple other things that are just coming down here. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that you would know. Uh, Tom King uh, also wrote, uh, got best writer overall. Okay. For uh, Batman. Uh, Mr. Miracle, Heroes in Crisis, and the aforementioned Swamp Thing Winter Special. He was up against so, so the, Jeff Lemire. Three the things aforementioned he Jeff, won for? They're just considering their, I, I don't know how, like if you have a limit to how many, how many you can right. submit for Best Writer, but like it celebrates the body of work for this year. Oh, and so okay. So Jeff Lemire, like I mentioned, I see. was up. Tom King, Alex DeCampy um, doing uh, Bad Girls and Twisted Romance at Image. And Mark Russell, who has done a couple different things, Um, most specifically the Lex Luthor Porky Porky Pig uh, crossover at D.C. (laughs) He also beat out Kelly Thompson and Chip Zdarsky.
1: Okay. All right. So a lot of people. He won a lot of awards, like you said.
0: Weird that. Oh, I see. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I was just going to say, I was looking for Mitch Gerads for best penciler, and I saw best uh, writer artist. uh, Huh but he's not he doesn't write uh oh, okay. jen wang wrote, uh got best writer artist for princess and the dressmaker but when okay. you, you look at best penciler it's dreads mr miracle so. Oh,
1: okay all right well there you go <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was
3: close
1: i know we had him i know yeah well <laughs> had him he slipped through our fingers are
0: there only i think i feel like we've spoken to every uh uh nominated colorist here on this list uh jordi belair Tamara bonvillain nathan fairburn matt hollingsworth and matt wilson were all nominated matt wilson Won for his work on the aforementioned paper girls and also the wicked and the divine we had that hot run at emerald uh, city emerald where city, i think we yeah. talked to every colorist in the business <laughs> there's only five colorists in the business yeah
1: we, we talked to a lot of them we definitely yeah, did we had I a, l- it was uh,
0: we're all talking about uh talking about colorists that yeah. year yeah mm-hmm. hot uh and so hot right now some colors. other standouts uh Dustin Wynn uh won best painter or multimedia for his work on Descender okay and yeah here's the interesting thing uh i um have not read this uh, but i guess i'm going to check it out uh they have an award for best academic or scholarly work huh uh, okay. This is for things like uh, The Goat Getters, Jack Johnson, The Fight of the Century, and how a bunch of raucous cartoonists reinvented comics by Eddie Campbell. That sounds like uh, interesting. And okay. it sounds like a shoo-in, but it didn't win. The winner was Sweet Little C-Word, and it's not C-Word, The Graphic Work of Julie Doucet by Anne Le- Elizabeth Moore.
1: Huh. So it's kind of like academic takes on comics. Yes. So historical kind of for contemporary stuff
0: absolutely
1: okay you've well that it. sounds kind of interesting you've so. got it figured out yeah okay
0: so i wonder how they called that out from the stage but i guess it doesn't really matter uh here's some things that were called out yeah the amazing trailers that of course came out at mm-hmm. the various panels and things at comic-con and i thought that we would talk about a little bit sure do you want to talk about the of the explorer trailer we don't have to.
1: I, I kind of want to just because like you showed it to me and it like it's not terrible. Like it actually looks kind of entertaining. To I hate me. it. You hate it? Yep. Why do you hate it?
0: Because I guess I don't know how you would do it. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't have a G rated anything. But right. to me, it's cowardly. It's like we really don't, if if the premise that you got, you don't think can be a film that don't make that film.
1: Well, that's true.
0: Instead, you can make Jumanji did okay. Let's yeah. make a general generalized uh, jungle action movie with fart jokes and some jokes for the adults, and mm-hmm. it could be called Blora the Bablorer. It could be anything, but you call it Dora the Explorer. How is that Dora the Explorer? Well, and,
1: and I then guess, you would go.
0: Well, what are you going right? to do? Talk to the screen and go very good. And I go, well, that's what you decided to make a movie out of, but you don't have any faith in your premise, mm-hmm. and so you have to tear down and make fun of the thing that your original premise is in order to make a generalized Jumanji 1.5.
1: Well, I guess my problem with it is like, as far as I can tell, like the TV show, the series, the books, whatever, like, she's like a preschooler right or in kindergarten if yeah the but they, they
0: aged her up yeah know. like she's in
1: high school in this. Fall. no but
0: in, in they did a, like a you know high school or junior high Dora oh, because her fans were getting older too okay
1: so. all right okay well I guess that's not so bad then um I don't know um it'd be like it if looks you did... better than I was expecting it to
0: okay. I
1: don't know if that says enough or not I think it looks like crap oh okay <laughs>
0: anyway <laughs> Good talk. Yes. Uh, what else are we gonna talk about? How about the Westworld season three trailer? Seeing a lot more of uh, Westworld. Yes.
1: World. Yeah. So a lot of the, I mean, do we even call them robots at this point? Do we call them AIs? Like I don't, I just don't even know. Um, For
0: simplicity's sake, you yeah. can call them robots. But okay. I think the entire point of the show is that they're are more they than robots? Just
1: robots. Yeah. Um, I think it's. Interesting. Obviously, some of the robots have left like um Dolores and what is Tessa Thompson's character even called? I don't even know. Charlotte. Charlotte blah blah. Okay. Um so they're kind of I I guess they're worried that people from Westworld are going to find them and try to kill them.
0: bond huh? No, Charlotte Lebon is an actress. That's the daughter of Simon LeBond. Oh, okay. I'm going to shut up.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so, so you're just
0: explaining it what, what's your here's I'll give you here's an example of a feeling I think that we're in trouble I was excited oh, okay. about it, to me it almost seems like they're. I mean they're definitely repiloting yeah. like Aaron Paul as a guy who is reluctantly involved in crime in the future is a movie robots right. or no that's a movie right there right you take one half Need for Speed one half Jesse Pinkman and you've I'd watch that yes if you want to weave in your Westworld robots Even better. But looking at the trailer, it seems like they're going to do the thing where, remember, my biggest complaint with Westworld was they just couldn't commit to their premise. Yes. They were too addicted to like showing like future technology, which is cool. But the whole point is, we're supposed to be, it's supposed to be a cowboy theme park. Yes. But they keep bopping out to show us robots and like really thin iPads. And so this looks like, I know I wanted Westworld, but this just looks like a lot of world, not a lot of West. And, yeah, And so hear, it's all yeah. robots and stuff. And then like the most uncreative thing that you can do Uh-oh. is do World War II world. <laughs> Now, I know that if you're a theme park and you're creating something Mm -hmm. that people are going to go to, you have to sometimes appeal to the lowest common denominator. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is both a great idea and something everybody will go to. Mm -hmm. Everybody will go to Band of Brothers world, so I guess you make it. But as a TV choice, as a choice for where you're going to send the story, the Raj world was very interesting to me. This is just... Of course, it's World War II. It's Saving Private Ryan world. And it's like, great. Now we have to look at a bunch of swastikas on an HBO show again. And it just seems like very uncreative to me. Although Tandy Newton looks great in the 40s hair. Yeah, she does.
1: She looks fantastic. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with you. It feels kind of like graspy. Like we're just trying to... I don't know. Like, couldn't they have come up with something more creative, if, like for another world? I feel like, um, uh, I mean, I would have watched more of the Japanese world too. Um, also,
0: not creative. You think so? As a, as a function, I guess if I, if I have all these qualifiers, then my points don't have have any weight. But as a extension and function of the, we have a park. That presents an attractive uh, historical setting mm-hmm. that also allows the player to fulfill the role of a uh, a protagonist in a world that would allow him to do stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're a cowboy. Mr. Mr. You got to help us. Mm-hmm. Bandits are taking my paws, you know, cattle or whatever. Right. Or semi-racist fake Japanese uh, yeah. doing the same thing. Bandits yeah. have stolen our you know, our cows or whatever mm-hmm. and then you go out and it, there's a history of the um, the Western, the Jedi Geki, the lone hero who's going to face down just faceless bad guys. True. It works. And in the one kind of smart thing they did other than Cash Rules Everything Around Me, the uh, shamazin remix mm-hmm. uh, was showing that when they got to that world they're like, it's the same storylines. Yes,
1: <laughs> and there's that literally the same characters. Yeah.
0: Except they didn't have anything to say about that because you've got characters from Westworld who are already questioning their individuality and who they are. They learn that there are literally Asian American, not American, Asian characters who are them. Yes. And it doesn't it doesn't do anything to the story. It doesn't do anything no. to their resolve or anything like doesn't that. They phase just go, them or "Oh, you like me?
1: See you later." They don't have an identity yeah. crisis. Right. They don't. Which would have been way more interesting.
0: So anyway, is there? It's Call of Duty World, I guess. It's going to be a World War II squad squad-based thing. We I, have to bring I some guess. friends with you.
1: I just I don't know why. Why is T D Newton there? Um, what? We'll find out. Okay. Well, how come
0: there's only one shot of uh of Ed Harris?
1: Yeah, I want to know that too. Like, are we phasing him out? Like, well,
0: if he's the meta plot. Uh, you know has been the meta plot up to this point does that Mm -hmm. mean that we are going to de-emphasize the meta plot or is the meta plot more integrated with the main plot now i think that's the answer and so we don't necessarily need him anymore but all i know is after seeing him in night riders i want to see him all the time forever (laughs) we got to talk about night riders at some point on the show yeah absolutely. not today
1: okay all right um yeah, I I mean, he's just a fantastic actor, and I love that role, so I want to see more from him. We need more yelling. Yeah, right. Um, but I mean, what would he be doing? Would he be going after the rogue robots, or like, he's like, oh, I gotta collect them. Is uh, he yeah. even
0: alive anymore?
1: That is a good question that I don't actually know the or answer. Are any to. of them? Right, exactly.
0: The robots are the real. No, it's the silence. <laughs> Doctor Galacta already did that.
1: Hey, yes.
0: Do you have a memory hmm. of boy.
1: A memory of what?
0: <laughs> That's sad. Um, t- p- p- uh, t- Mister Mistopheles wants to.
1: Oh boy, I don't. I don't. I, I am Just realizing how little now. I know yeah. about cats. Yeah. Of which well, Tom Hooper's okay. film
0: adaptations trailer has dropped. And everybody is scared.
1: Yeah. We talk about Uncanny Valley, like with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. The, there's just I don't know Un- what they did.
0: Uncanny c- 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 meow meow. Un
1: Uncanny <laughs> Valley. Very, I don't okay. know.
0: All right. You, uh, win. you win this one. All
1: right. Um and I think you and I talked about this off the air. Like they they talk about it on the basically air. like took what their costumes and their makeup would have looked like for a stage production and they they did some digital touch-ups on it or what have you, or, you know. That's tried... not all we talked about. Oh. I thought we did talk about that.
0: What? Well, if you're trying to make the point that I was making, the point is there, <clears throat> there's something about clearly this is successful, it's gone for 35 years right. or whatever on Broadway. There's something about going to a place and it's kind of become its own thing. I feel like if you can do a Kimmy Schmidt story about it, then it's dead.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right? right.
0: But people are cool with seeing some actors and actresses in leotards with, mm-hmm. you know. And they always use, they use condoms on the mics. That's how you keep the mic from getting the glue or makeup or hair in it. Weird. They would use, I read that somewhere a long time ago. Uh, but anyway. I guess non-lubricated condoms. I
1: guess so. Why not just
0: cut the tips off of rubber gloves? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I you're... don't know. Anyway, there's something about just coming to and sitting down in an auditorium and seeing living people in front of you do that. But mm-hmm. then you take it and you have all the digital wizardry in the world. And now we're just going to watch grown human beings run Rant around. around. <laughs> yeah around. All fours. Yep. With like. Uh, digital uh it's not de-aging but when he just like with digital makeup and costuming like right. i doubt ian mckellen had a single drop of spirit gum applied to him like it's right. all computer stuff and it just seems like oh, what's going on why it looks why?
1: really bad and it you, with- what if
0: you just did a lion king and had them be real cats, mm-hmm.
1: and then Idris Elba or Taylor option. Swift
0: or whoever would do
1: the voice, right? Yeah,
3: it's
0: weird.
1: It's just a weird combination, and and I just you know whenever you talk about a, a film and you're you're just not like un, you're unsure of why the filmmakers made this choice, you feel like there are so many people who worked on this and nobody was like, um, well, what a, are we doing?
0: There are a lot of things like that.
1: Yeah, I know. And
0: this Tom Hooper just he's job he's the musical assassin it's just his job to like make these bad musical what else has movies. he well, he done. did the Les Mis one and he did oh. like yeah so i don't know it, if you had like a pbs um a rendition you know a rendition <laughs> if you rend got if you took Adam uh, andrew lloyd webber and put him in a black site prison um <sighs> no if you had like a pbs version of this where they got special permission to do a televised version of right. cats and you put it on it could be before a live audience, but you put it on like three quarter sets, you know, so you've got like a scene where a cat is running around and he's, he's jumping up and down on a bed and stuff like that. Sure. And like, you can kind of see the screws and, you know, in the, in the sets that didn't look that great. You wouldn't go, we need to get a hundred million dollars and do this the right way. You'd just no. go, that's, that's PBS. Right. This just looks like super high budget PBS to me.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, and like things are like like they wanted to make it look like like to like um like the cats were actually small, so like they have them on like this oversized table right. and chairs and right. like like a bed. Th- that's what I'm
0: saying. Like you'd have a full size bed for this PBS fake PBS thing I'm imagining, but right. it's like no, now we can like create a giant bed. Yes. we can digitally make the people look smaller because right. they're little cats. And yeah, like, I don't think that's important. I don't care. No, can Jason Derulo act? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I need to right. know. Right, right. We're absolutely going to see this.
1: Oh, God. We're I'm totally ter- going to see I'm this. I'm terrified. Aren't we? I am so freaking terrified about it. I, I it mean, as me Taylor nightmares. stands
0: alone, we got to go see it. Uh,
1: I guess. Jeez. Yeah, wow. One. Uh,
0: what else is going on? We're, hey, are you a misogynist? I don't think so. Oh, so then you wouldn't have the F scared out of you by the extra footage we've seen for Terminator Dark Fate.
1: No, I wouldn't. I would not.
0: Oh. So you weren't scared.
1: I know. I, I feel like we've we mentioned this last time too. We but, have
0: mentioned it. Yeah. What are you, Chekhov?
1: No, sorry. Um.
0: Did I mention? Can I do this? What about how I don't want to give any food to people who make specious arguments? But you know they have that scene in Star Trek 2009 where Chekhov is struggling with the computer which, by the way, can understand probably 600, 600 languages from the different races that are in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, activate Wessel. And the computer's like, I don't understand what you're saying. He's like, right. activate Wessel. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. That's all funny and fine. But if, like, Sulu was like, fire razors, and the computer didn't understand it, you, you'd you flip out.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's absolutely I
2: got to right.
0: stand up for the Lithuanians. Here.
2: Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Actually, um... Anton Yelchin's from St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah. (laughs) uh, But yeah, but um, Walter Koenig is from Lithuania.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, no, I I feel like that's a a double-edged sword. I appreciate
0: you taking me (laughs) up. You don't have to respond. You need to tell me to shut up and Um, talk about Dark Fate.
1: um, I, I still don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I guess it looks better than some of the other films that we've seen that are Terminator films. But again, I'm just not entirely sure why this... Needed to be made. I don't want to be
0: on the record standing up for James Cameron. Okay, because the guy's he's a dinosaur, questionable. You know, yeah. He wanted to be this you know big blockbuster uh, blockbuster uh, action movie guy,
2: and um, I think he accomplished and, that. And in he many was ways. like the
0: last one because now everybody it wants to be James Cameron. Like he was trying to do, and you get this a lot in film. Like he was trying to do something that the previous generation had been doing. Mm-hmm. He wanted these like you know kind of Irwin Allen scale you know giant movies. He perfected the art and now he's still trying to do him you know but like everybody else is kind of doing him um and so i but i trust him more than i trust tim miller because tim miller is just an also 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 ran a copy of a copy of a copy of that sort of thing like i don't trust anybody who grew up loving terminator to make a terminator james cameron was just making something you know he literally woke up from a deep sleep a nightmare and had a nightmare about a robot In fire and the Terminator, and he's a guy who is driven by his own ego, (laughs) but also his own original ideas. And Tim Miller's just a guy that like "Ah, I love I love action movies, and it's and I don't think he has a lot of original ideas. Mm -hmm. So we're just gonna take another spin on the Terminator wheel, and just this time it's a girl, and there's just no life left in this franchise unless we either a cross it over with Robocop or b just start from scratch or, Mm -hmm. or something. Right. That's why you know I made a joke last week about salvation being my favorite but at least they were like look there's no more there's nothing to be mined in the time travel part right let's tell the the story of what's going on in the future
1: mm-hmm. um i guess one thing i want to mention i guess since we're talking about terminator is uh the the sarah connor chronicles
0: oh, please don't don't go breaking my heart
1: i i thought it was fantastic you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. and oh i
0: thought you were gonna announce it's coming back, baby. Oh,
1: I would love if it came Lena's back. Lena's
0: free. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do this. Right?
1: I, that's another show I think that was, and we've talked about this before, like uh, canceled before it's time. Like, I think they really could have it gone had, forward. They didn't know where it
0: was going, though. No, it had that's problems. true. I did it did it have
1: though. problems. Riley. Yeah. Oh, Riley. <laughs> what was it we saw recently? True Detective. True Detective. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Got to watch the third season. Yeah, we do. Next week. Marshall. third season. Right? Trek. Oh, that's right. We got Trek next week. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what we're talking about next okay. week. Okay. I just have to do this on the, on the air. <laughs> um, I was in- fascinated to hear that Eddie Furlong's going to be in it. Yes. Which I'm not sure. I, I think that's been confirmed.
1: That's kind of crazy to me. Like.
0: And he was thinking, easy money.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but I also think that he is in it, and this is going to be sad, but he's in it just to kill him off.
1: Which is really sad.
0: Because whatever the timeline is now, if Sarah Connor's alive, that means that Terminator 3 didn't happen, right? Right. Because she died of cancer. Mm-hmm. So we're on some new path. Um, she got the uh, the X-ray screening like she did in Sarah Connor. Ooh, maybe it's a continuation of Sarah Connor Chronicles. That'd be cool. So that means that like annoying Kyle Decker, Eddie Furlong, <laughs> will. I think John Connor is going to die like first scene. Okay. It's sure. going to be real sad for Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. But and then she'll, she'll have a break to go She'll have a break with. No, Arnie's dead, though. He went in the f- steel. Yeah, I, I know. Don't know. Anyway, I know. Um, But yeah, so so he'll be dead and she'll be now defending the future actively by protecting this girl who right. will be the new Jane Connor, you know, is the new leader of the resistance. Sure. And there's a, and they'll probably talk about how time is it's like Doctor Who. Time is elastic. It can bend, but it, mm-hmm. some things have to be the way they are.
2: Right. There are six so, points in time. Although,
0: why does, why does she have to do anything then if it's deterministic? Ter- but so we know that there will, even though John dies, someone will take his place, mm-hmm. but we need to defend that person to make sure that it does happen. And we still, because right. this is what we always forget. And it's partially Cameron's fault for Terminator 2, but the whole point is this is going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. You can't stop this. Right. The only way that we can, like global warming. It's too late to stop it. Yeah. We need to start thinking about how we're going to survive while it happens. Right. So get your boats, get your moisture evaporators, or whatever mm-hmm. the new technology we're going to make is. There's no way to stop this. Mm-hmm. We just need to stockpile seeds and people who know how to make power plants and stuff like that. Right. Once we defeat the robots. Right. And also... The misogynists—they're going to be really scared. We need to get them some counseling. <laughs> tell them it's okay to be a misogynist. Speaking of misogynists, no, there's not a yeah. there's no translation. Uh, okay. What about the extended uh, look at *His Dark Materials* that we got? HDM. Uh, um,
1: what does HDM mean? His dark. Materials. Oh, *His Dark Materials*. <laughs> Duh. Wow. Um, uh, I think it looks really good. Um, I I think I can't think of the, the young actress's name now, but she. Uh, Daphne Keene. Yes. Um, I think she is a really great actress, and uh, so I'm excited to see her in this new role. Um, and I think it it looks like it was, for the most part, really well cast. Like we've said before, I'm not sure really sure about the Lin-Manuel Miranda casting, but...
0: Lin-Manuel Miranda is a badass. Yeah. His greatest challenge.
1: <laughs> yeah, but...
2: Um, Never mind
0: a uh, Puerto Rican uh, guy playing a, uh, you know, born in England, uh, dignitary and statesman of early America. But right. But now he's got to play a, a cowboy badass. I know. <laughs> and just, Sam Elliott's just going to sit at home going, yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. So I'm not exactly you. sure about that, but it looks like really dark. and uh, How
0: material do I you know, I know. I have to say, you made me say... <laughs>
1: Um but it, it looks um really entertaining and it looks like they um put a good story together. So I'm well I'm excited.
2: Have you read about the it. story? I have time not. to read it. It is time to read All it. All
0: I care is whether the story is good and true to it or not. Because That's fair. I do feel like a lot of the characters, except for maybe one or two exceptions in the books are uh, two dimensional is the oh, really? bad way to describe them. Um being devices or being sort of like part of the, the machine of the story. Right. It made me be more kinder or more understanding. Um so that's why I don't care. I'm I've come around a lot on McAvoy, but I still it's not my favorite. I've kind of had an ass full of like Ruth Wilson at this point. So I'm not excited about either of them being okay. in it.
1: Okay.
0: Um but it doesn't really matter. And I also like the different sort of take on it. A lot remember, it's set in like an alternate universe, mm-hmm. but A a very recognizable one. Right. You know, it's specifically set uh, in Oxford for part of it um, based on, I think, Pullman's own experiences at Oxford. And so it's hard to, you know, I've got the 2007, 2008, like, movie in my head. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: A little too late for that movie. 2006? It Doesn't matter. Um, Anyway, and it looks a lot like that.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: So only with that modern, desaturated look that we put on everything. Uh-huh. And so I'm not sure if that's good or bad, or do you just can't avoid it. Like, if something's set in Candyland, you're going to see people made of starlight mints or whatever.
1: Right, right.
0: <sighs> I don't know why I went there.
1: I don't know why he did either.
0: But I like that Daphne Keene is in it, because mm-hmm. she's a different kind of Lyra. Like, Dakota Blue Richards was like just the, the cutest little cherubic girl. Right. uh and Daphne Keene's got a different, she's scrappier. She's got yes. a little. Am I going to make Annie again? She'd be a good Annie, I think. You yeah. Know? Give her for a perm. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, just playing off of that, you've got Nicole Kidman as the, you know, beautiful, willowy, ethereal mm-hmm. um, Mrs. What's her name? Yes. Uh, and then you've got Ruth Wilson, who's a little more earthy, too. So right. it's. It's like you swapped all the humans out but like kept the background and I don't know where I'm going with any of this. But, no, I uh, can see what Like I said, saying. all I care is, is that the story is good. I actually don't think that um, Eorik, the king of the bears, looks as good as he did in the film.
1: Oh, really? I think he
0: looks all right. Okay. But I did like the design in the film. Okay. And of course the film had Ava Green.
1: Oh, well, well our, our, there you go.
0: Our mistress and, and lady um, Ava Green.
1: I guess I'm going to have to start reading and then
0: yes she's like should i do that no no, it's pg it's it's pg
1: (laughs) i guess i need to read the books and watch the movie you do okay
0: and it looks like speaking of ava green who's you know the whatever they're called witches um i don't think we see any witches do Mm -mm. we so i think they're only doing like the first half of the book for the first season so i I believe they're already greenlit for a second season so we're gonna get the whole first book i think okay so we'll see yes I had a lot to say about that. Yeah, I did. Well, I won't have anything to say about... The next (laughs) Ed Harris movie that we're talking about. Uh, Top Gun, Maverick.
2: Yeah. It's
0: been 30 years. Yes. And Maverick is still doing what he did 30 years ago. Which, in anybody's book, he's a failure. Yes. (laughs) Why are we celebrating this character? I don't know clearly is a failure. He's been in the air force for th- or the navy, that's he's a na- naval aviator for 30 years and he's still a captain.
1: I know. You... They even have a line about it. In well, the yeah,
0: because trailer. you have to. Because yeah. any military person and many of them are going to see this movie they're going to be like, this loser is still why isn't he a yes. civilian contractor or something right. like that? He's right. still flying navy jets which by the way and I think the movie is going to be about this are more and more obsolete as st- it's just called a smart bomb now? Yeah. Or it's called a drone. Right. Like he would be, he's too old to learn to work a joystick in a strip mall in Modesto, California. Right. So he can't fly drones. Why is he doing
1: this? I know. I know. I mean, that's what I it's... got
0: my cool leather jacket and my motorcycle. I know. This is called Arrested Development. I agree. And I don't mean the funny Mitch Hurwitz show. Yeah,
1: I know our hero. Um, it is kind of sad and pathetic and then like <laughs> it but is. and then like we don't really you know from the trailer it doesn't necessarily give you a clear picture as to what the film is going to be about but um, you called it you were like well before he's we gonna... even looked up a thing yeah
0: and i don't think we actually know they haven't released a synopsis at least of this recording but yeah like my thing was like so what's it going to be like Ed Harris is yelling at him because he's still doing it and then mm-hmm. he also says like you know, you're going to be obsolete, obsolete soon. And Tom Cruise, <laughs> it's just, speaking of being obsolete, is played the same character for his I entire know. career. Yeah. And somebody asks him something, where do you get off? And he's like, where do I get off? <sighs> I get off at the top. He I always know. answers it with a quote He repeats the question. Or he just says something like, we'll see, sir, or whatever.
2: Right. Right. And
0: so I thought like, so what is it? He's going to be white John Henry, right? Like yes. John Henry... Wanted to prove that that a man with a hammer could beat a steam engine, the newfangled thing. So, what's the newfangled thing? Like drones, like automated, automated like drone pilots. Mm-hmm. But they already did that in 2005's Stealth, starring Jessica Biel and Josh Lucas mm-hmm. and Jamie pre-fame Jamie Fox. Yeah. And then I looked up a plot summary, and it's like that's what it's going to be. It's going to be human pilots versus robot pilots, and it's like.
1: ah! You called it. You totally called it. Good for Kenny
0: Loggins, though. I feel good for him. <laughs> Definitely get a paycheck off of this. You always want to be able to just go, oh, that's what the movie is.
1: Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's how you know it's going to be a great film. And
0: Jennifer Connelly's in it. Because Kelly McGillis is, I don't know if she acts anymore. Okay. And she is, there's nothing wrong with this, but she's a lesbian. So, right. What are you going to say that Charlie has a girlfriend now? Right. They, they should try to get Charlie in this. Yeah probably goose's kid is going to be in it okay if maverick was any kind of mentor he would have told goose's kid to don't do this right you don't want to be like me right inherit my motorcycle right (laughs) (laughs) i give the leather jacket to you little man (laughs) so can't wait for that
1: uh yeah
0: um we saw already that there's a they do play volleyball it's gonna be the same it's the same movie. it's gonna be the same there's gonna be some righteous brothers
1: yeah I mean, do we really need this? Like no. it's just no. a remake of no. a the Tom, same Tom Cruise film? doesn't
0: need this. No. He's like once just he do
1: another mission impossible, Tom Cruise? Well he's
0: that's on the calendar. Okay. Once his ankle healed, he went to his little calendar and he was like, cross mummy two three and he's like, Well, I got some time. <laughs> Top Gun two. Wow. Yeah. Well speaking of military esque fiction, this uh-huh. is gonna work. Yeah. Uh, with sci fi flavor going forward, uh, The Expanse. Yes. Had a, not a full trailer, but a sizzle reel, I think you'd probably say. Yeah. Of their upcoming season four, which is coming up sooner than you'd think.
1: I was pleasantly surprised. Yes,
0: late 2019.
1: Yeah. I I just, for some reason, I got it in my head. I mean, we just had a new season last year, and then it was like in question of whether or not it was going to get renewed, and then Fast, Amazon cheap, picked it up. Good. Yeah. Are
0: the three. Uh, triangles, uh, uh, points on the triangle. Yeah, I know. And cheap was eliminated. Now there's just two (laughs) accesses because Amazon, I think, threw all the money that you need at this to make it work.
1: So, that's great. Uh, I'm I'm really excited that it's going to be at the end of this year because that means it's going to happen that much sooner. Um, I think it looks pretty good. I think they kept the production quality up. Um, It i 'm I'm, I'm kind of unclear as to what exactly is going to be happening but that's okay because it's a sizzle reel and it's just supposed to get you excited about it
0: well I haven't read the books um, no although I really want to mm-hmm. uh it looks like it's you know it's changing tone and it's gonna be it's an exploration show now sure they are it's more Star trek now yeah or more earth 2 or whatever right I think there's you know a uh, a colony, um, where the action is going to take place, and I think that we—I don't know if we talked about this when we talked about season three of the Expanse, but um, I, I, you, you don't want to get rid of Stephen Strait. You don't want to get rid of uh, of, of Bobby. Uh, I can't Ray. remember the actress's name. I know uh, what you're talking about. You don't want to. You want to keep all of our characters, but yes. we could easily go fifty years into the future now. Yeah, because you we know, could make spoilers that for the end of season three. You know, we—the whole point of the show is it's set. 200 years in the future where we have colonized basically the entire solar system, but because it's real physics, we are trapped essentially in our solar system. And Mm -hmm. so the world has gotten literally bigger, but it's the same world, same politics, same problems, same cultural, even new cultural conflicts, you know, Mm -hmm. Mars versus um, the belt versus Earth. Sure. And so, you know, an, an alien presence sort of changes that for us, mm-hmm. and so what's it going to be? And the kind of timescales that a story like this operates on, because it feels like history. It feels like historical events, you know, in, in the future. Right. It would totally make sense to just go, well, they, you know, it took a while. Sure, they can go to other star systems, but it's going to take a while to do stuff, and you mm-hmm. just fast forward another 100 years in the future, right. and we're following different characters. Instead, we're going to stick with these characters. Now, I don't know if that's what the books do or not, but that's what we're doing. So mm-hmm. you've got Stephen Strait with longer hair, Riding around in a dune buggy on presumably another, you know, Earth-like planet. Right. In some other solar system.
1: Right. Um, And then we get... uh, I
0: hope that we don't... I hope we continue to focus on the politics and it isn't just, oh, I found an alien. Right. Oh, it's
1: blue. Right. I think we will continue to focus on the politics. I can't remember her name now, but the big politician... Um
0: Arcevalla, Yeah. Christian Arsovala.
1: Yeah, um we do see her in the trailer. She's swearing. <laughs> so she doesn't look happy. Become her thing. Um but I mean she is definitely still present and I think we did get a, a little bit away from the politics a little bit in season 3. There there is, you know, a through, thorough thread with that, but I feel like it's There was not...
0: literally a coup by Well, yes.
1: <laughs> but against
0: the UN. Okay, yeah. led by Aaron what's his name?
1: But but, like, we didn't get to see um, as much of her in season three as we had in season one and in season two. Yeah. Um, right. So, I mean, after she was kind of, like, rescued, we didn't really see a whole lot Draper. of her. Bobby Draper. Yeah.
0: That's her name.
1: Yeah.
3: So. But, but I know. mean,
0: just like in season three, it's like Bobby Draper's, her whole entire thing is she is a Marine sergeant. Yeah. And she's a Martian. And that's all yes. she cares about. But we got her, hook her up with our band of rejects. And so in very short order, she basically like just gives up being Martian for life. Mm-hmm. And now she's like one of our rejects. Yes. But she's still sort of our rough and tumble like Sarge character. Why would she be an explorer? She would just see if she, you know, she would either get repatriated back into the, you know, well, she'd get busted down to private or whatever, but back into the Martian military. Right. Or I guess it's. You know, these are all working people. Yeah. In a sci-fi or an adventure show, your character just goes whatever and does whatever. And I think that Battlestar Galactica suffered from this, and that you would get, "What's Starbuck doing today?" Like, she's our best pilot, but she's also our best soldier. She's also our best like hostage negotiator. Lee is also a viper pilot, but then he's like a politician. But now he's like an events lawyer, and Mm -hmm. now he's like a religious figure. And it's just like. I mean, we can't hire anybody, so it's going to have to be the people that we hired and contracted to be on this show. But I guess Stephen Strait, who's Holden, uh, maybe he gets some kind of contract, you know, and the Rossi's going to take materials out to new colonies. And then, you know, he takes his ragtag crew with him and that's how they get involved. Like, why are they out there?
1: Right? Why are they involved with the, yeah. this at all? Yeah. Um, what are they benefiting from it? And
0: for for a epic sort of story and show that seems to focus more on the history of humanity, the future history of humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. And yes, individuals can play a heroic or like very important role in that. But right. like, why are they still part of it? Like, I don't expect to see. Um, what's her name's uh, character uh, again um the um reverend uh what's her name oh uh, yeah who
1: who was I uh, don't
0: see, she's not gonna be on it is she
1: I don't know yeah I mean it's kind of hard to say like yeah. she I mean she was a big part of season three right so um I don't know I could see her going to like new worlds and being kind of like Starting a church or something. yeah, yeah. Maybe an outreach. It's a lot of Expanse talk. Yeah, it is. It's a
0: lot of Expanse talk.
1: <laughs> so anyway,
0: uh, look for that. We'll definitely be watching that. Yes. Uh, this fall. Uh, last one. Okay. The Witcher. The Witcher. You got uh, witches? Yeah. How to get rid of him?
1: With The Witcher. Witcher.
0: Um. It's not really what it not,
1: is. Yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> he kills monsters. Not terribly excited about this. No. Um.
0: This actually, uh, you know, as much as I don't like Henry Cavill, yeah. Um, pff- I mean, a lot of people are going to be on this show, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. So,
0: uh, yeah, we saw a trailer. It's going to be on Netflix um, pretty soon. Oh, 2020, I think. Early I think 2020. It was 2020. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, you know, I didn't really play the games, although I'm familiar with their sort of visual aesthetic, just having, you know, being a gamer and stuff like that. mm mm-hmm. um, It looks like they're going in a different direction. Yeah. They are. These are These not. I know that they're going to base themselves more on the books or whatever that is. Mm-hmm it doesn't look like you're trying to replicate the visual look of the games. And I think that's going to disappoint a lot of people, but for somebody who's not invested in those games at all, I thought this looks okay.
1: Yeah, I guess it kind of looks okay. It kind of looks like, uh, you know, if you're Jones in for a replacement for a game of Thrones, like maybe this could be it for you. Um, I don't know. I guess it looks okay. Maybe I'll check it out. I'm not hundred percent sure that I will. Well, uh, I'm calm just, down. I'm just not super into Henry Cavill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and you know he's gonna be all over this, um. But I might you know I might give it a shot. Like it 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 looks interesting. It looks intriguing. Um. I mean it, it looks like a, a compli- complex, fantastical world. You know. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I might give it a shot. And I
0: don't. I mean we've just seen these brief flashes, but I, something else I like is that it looks. I feel like they've got a handle on that aesthetic, that look for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it, a, a lot of these things. There was actually a Witcher um, TV show made, uh, I think, oh. in Poland, where the books come from. Okay, sure. Uh, made in like the '90s, and it just looked like Hercules' a legendary journeys. Okay, you know? sure. Like, most of this was shot at a rent fair. <laughs> right. right? And then we've got maybe one or two good effects. And it's all in like an open field in New Zealand somewhere. Uh, it didn't look like that. Like it no. looks pretty good. It looks like it's a medieval world, but not necessarily Europe in the 13th century. They've got their own thing going on, but mm-hmm. you've got castles and you got forests and, and things yes. like that. And well, it looks all right. Yeah, it does look okay. I am um, cautiously optimistic about it. Okay. Or all vicious. I'm right. viciously optimistic. <laughs> I think you coined on an earlier show. <laughs> Um, and that's it. No, nothing else to report. No. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, right, Marvel. There's there one more thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Snowpiercer will be a show uh, starring Jennifer Connolly. Oh, my god. So gosh. look out for that in the future. More
1: Jennifer Connolly.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. She looks great. Well, she does look great. But, you know, women in their 50s.
1: Getting roles. Oh, yeah. In
0: mid-40s. She's pretty young, I guess. Um, They don't get roles. Yeah, that's true. And so you get a couple that do, like her like I won't call anybody else out but we, you work it yeah <laughs> you go, I'll take everything right because I know that's it's gonna stop ringing any second now right she's in Top Gun too. of course she is yeah yeah Marvel I guess <laughs> uh, Marvel had a pretty uh, big panel this year mm-hmm. as we mentioned before uh, they trotted quite a few things out and I wanted to say real f- uh, quick first you know we speculated about what the Russo thing would be yeah turns out nothing <laughs>
1: I know. I'm so disappointed. Really
0: <laughs> Which is, uh, it's fine. I think they deserve, th- they took the victory lap that I think uh, Benoit and uh, Chris Jericho, no, uh, Benioff and Weiss yeah. expected to take yeah. and were not allowed to take. Right. Uh, that's what this was. Mm-hmm. It was um, just them um, sort of celebrating their time with Marvel, um, hinting very strongly that they haven't signed anything, but they wouldn't mind coming back for some kind of event thing. Like a Secret Wars, Uh which was heavily sort of implied that maybe Marvel's looking at that in the future. Nothing for sure. Uh, Also, the big thing, uh, quote unquote big thing, is that they announced that they are producing and may direct a Battle of the Planets movie.
1: What is that? I don't know what that is.
0: Battle of the Planets is... Uh, I haven't covered that on Getting the Robot yet. Uh, uh, Battle of the Planets know. is like the American version of a anime called Science Team, uh, Science Ninja Team gotcha, Man. Okay. And it's like a space sort of thing. I think it's produced by the same people, don't quote me, that did Voltron. Okay. Uh, it, its character designs look like very similar. Okay. And for... You know, people that are older than us, like the next half generation up, you know, Uh maybe like in their young 50s, this was their, like for me, it's Robotech. Like I want to see somebody nail Robotech. Right. I know they're working on something right now. But this is like Battle of the Planets is what they watched on Saturday morning. Okay. And so I, this is where the power goes to their heads, I think. I don't know if there's a market for this. Yeah. But, you know, you get the Russes attached, you get some stars in it, you can make it work.
3: Sure, but it's absolutely. funny. it's
0: just it's weird. It's like we're gonna do a big budget Sigmund and the Sea monster <laughs> reboot, right. <laughs> they already did that land of the lost right. It didn't do so good. no, so, so anyway, uh, that's what they had to say. but yeah, the um big panel was the Marvel panel for a for a thing that did not does not have necessarily a huge release attached to it. It was right. huge. They had right. A, Mother Evan, ton of stars there. They had a ton of stuff to announce. Yes. And I guess that we should just start banging through it. Sounds um, they good. Did one of those things that Kevin Feige did um, four or five years ago, um, which remember totally changed. Um, did you enjoy Captain America and the Serpent Society? Did you enjoy that? Oh, yeah. Totally. How about that in Humans movie? Was that any good? Uh huh. But the uh, calendar that we have right now oh, is. Right. Um, Probably sixty percent TV stuff mm-hmm. and forty percent movie stuff. We've of course got the Black Widow movie, which yes. is imminent. That's coming out May first of next year. That's you think so they would have cool. had more to show? They're flying pretty low to the ground they on are. this. So Scarlett Johansson, who our personal issues with her aside, that we've talked about uh, on yeah. the last show, um, does deserve this. I don't feel like she's getting what she deserves. She should have. Maybe she's literally. I'm sure she's filming right now, but they it should have been a huge splash for this. Yes. Like you have Tom Hiddleston come out as Loki and do a big thing. Like I feel like it got in the same way that I feel like Captain Marvel got overshadowed by the approach of end game. I feel like black widow is being overshadowed by the announcement of phase four.
1: Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. um, For sure. Uh, was she even there or I don't think she was. Okay. Let yeah. So Like you said, she's probably shooting. Yeah. Um.
0: So we got the announcement of the May 1st release of black widow, Uh, Of course, the fall release of the Falcon Winter Soldier series.
1: Looking forward to that. Which I'm
0: looking forward to as well. Uh, Eternals uh, was announced. Uh, I mean, it's been announced, but we got a date, which is November 8th of next year. Oh, wow. Then in, excuse me, in February of uh the next year there is going to be uh something else that I thought that I would be able to get by the time I got there
1: oh okay for (laughs) 2021 yes okay
0: I took a picture I'm going off a picture I took of the screen and I can't read what this says so let's make this a bit in the show oh my gosh what is that word I don't know the red words
1: the red words um I, Thirty
0: seconds on red words. Go. Red
1: words it could be like Iron Man, Iron Man Returns, um, Captain Marvel. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Doctor Strange. I think the Doctor don't Strange get ahead movie. Of us.
0: Okay. Stick to it. All right. Um, You're not vamping very good. I'm
1: not vamping very good. Um, I, I think there are a lot of movies that could have red lettering on them. Uh,
0: I should not have asked you to do something that you. Uh, <laughs> Can't handle. Okay, well, speaking about being overshadowed, it's Shang-Chi. It's Shang-Chi that's oh, okay. coming out in February of twenty twenty one. Okay. And yeah, speaking of uh things being overshadowed, uh heard a lot about that Shang-Chi.
1: Not a whole lot.
0: Not me uh, either.
1: So yeah. Um Although
0: I will say the star of the Shang-Chi movie had a great moment, uh, in that he um he was on stage. Uh, he also tweeted later about how excited he is, and I think um people are going to embrace this guy. Simulu is the guy.
1: Okay, cool. I think
0: uh yeah, I think people are are in for this.
1: That's awesome. Um I think it's really cool that we're getting um an an Asian main Finally. character. Finally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, an Asian main character first time ever. Okay, I got a better picture now so we're moving forward. All right. The WandaVision show is coming out in spring of 2021.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yes. We also had the announcement the May 7 release. Of uh, 2021 of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
1: Yeah, which just sounds enticing.
0: Which I think is going to be them doubling down on there being a multiverse, mm. even though they introduced it as a joke With, in Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they did that.
0: Yeah, I don't know why either. Um, But, you know, Marvel, I think, has this... I think it has the Dora disease, write it down, <laughs> Uh, where, you know, they've got a goofy source material and so I think they are afraid to embrace it sometimes and so they'll go like (laughs) (laughs) they'll do they'll do like George Michael Mm. trying to get a dance with Heather Graham and he's like I thought I'd just come up and be like you wanna dance and then you know maybe she'd like do it because she thinks it's funny but then we actually start dancing (laughs) and then later on he you know he sees another kid do that and he's like I can't believe that would've worked (laughs) you wanna dance (laughs) I think that they introduce things like that, and then when, when people are excited, they go, Oh yeah, oh, we're, we're totally we're serious. We're doubling down on yeah, that. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. yeah, Coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. So anyway, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, Cargill's working on that, so cool. You know, he will never tell you anything, but you can be happy that you're supporting somebody. <laughs> right. Uh Loki, the show was coming out spring twenty twenty-one, gonna be a big spring of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yes. Lots of stuff happening. In summer of twenty twenty one, we'll get that what if show. Okay. Uh, Which is animated, I believe. I
1: think so. And the first one is going to be. What if
0: Peggy was Captain America? Yeah, exactly. Which I think would be awesome. And uh, voiced by um, Miss Dub Smash herself, Kaylee Atwell.
1: Oh, very cool.
0: Although, why can't we get her on screen? I know, okay. Whatever. Uh, do you think all the what if do you think the what if tales will feature the watcher? Are we gonna jam the watcher in here in 18 months?
1: Uh I could see that happening. If you're doing the multiverse sure.
0: of madness, Doctor Strange is gonna meet Uatu. Yeah. I'm doing the hand thing. Yeah, the absolutely. Hand thing. You can't see it on the air. Yeah. Um
1: I I could I totally have... see that Listen, happening.
0: Listen, I must tell you. Yes. Sworn <laughs> never to interfere. <laughs> why don't you wear your gloves anymore? <laughs> uh and if we've got <laughs> why doesn't he wear the gloves? I don't know. <laughs> They, I, th- he wore them in Ragnarok, and they did look dumb because uh-huh. they were like thick and weird. Uh-huh. And it's different when you draw something on a page, you know. like sure. it's just skin tight. So just CGI skin tight gloves on yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Little be spots a way to do it. Yeah, you gotta wear those. Yeah, it's a Sorcerer Supreme.
1: Yeah, exactly. No choice. Yeah,
0: Hawkeye's coming out fall of 2021 on Disney Plus. Yes, a Hawkeye show.
1: Hawkeye show
0: brought to you by a Ram Truck <laughs> and theme song by Jeremy Renner. Right. Exactly. He's arrows in the air, <laughs> He's loving like he don't care. He's do a rock star yeah. now. I don't know if you knew that. I
1: know. I did know that. Um, do you think we're gonna get Kate Bishop finally? Um, there's in, no in the other show. story to tell. We yeah. have okay. to. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, there's, so, I mean. I'd be sad if we didn't get the swordsman, but I mean, like, what else is there to do? I
2: know. I know.
0: You just killed Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Right. So you're
0: not going to explore the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. angle. So. Right. Or maybe you will.
1: Maybe you will. Clark Gregg,
0: stay by the phone.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: And November 5th of 2021, we get Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. Which it has been announced. Yes. That the role of Thor will be played. By, by Natalie Portman. By Natalie Portman. Yes. Jane Foster. Yes. Which makes me wonder why she had such a small part in Endgame. I know. You've literally got a commitment from the actress who, let's face it, didn't need you. No. Maybe she did in 2000 whenever Thor came out. <laughs>
1: right.
0: But, but even that's done, questionable. Has won an Oscar in the meantime. Yeah. Doesn't need you. Yeah. Is rightfully frustrated that there's, she's got nothing to do. And so you could have just done a, okay, we'll just take your hat, Don Cheadle, or Don Cheadle, uh, Terrence Howard, and we'll go our separate ways. But instead they're like, baby, baby, I can change. What if, you know, you get to be Thor? Get your tiny little arms around this hammer? Right. Let's do it. Yeah. And that's like a dream, that's like a wizard magazine casting scenario. I know, right? And they did it. I know. Because... Like Amazon, they have no restrictions. I know. They're playing with the safeties off in God mode. Yeah. They can just do whatever and yeah. go, what if we just gave Natalie Portman $20 million and she just came back and played Jane Foster?
1: I know. I know.
0: So is Thor in space? We did not get any Guardians uh, 3 uh, no, news. No, we did com, not.
1: Really. Um, I think oh, when no they. No Black
0: Panther news. No. Except there is a Black Panther 2. It's yes. been confirmed, and a Captain Marvel 2. So strange and slightly racist in that top five highest-grossing movies of all time, and you barely talk about the sequel.
1: Yeah, that is strange.
0: Do is it just is it Black Avatar? Black Avatar. I oh don't that Avatar don't, is Black don't Avatar. That. Yeah, black people loved Avatar. Yeah, I know. I look at the demographics. Is it just seen as a flash in the pan?
1: I don't think so. I mean, it was super celebrated and well accepted.
0: So, I, but wasn't it like self-congratulatory back padding? Like, oh, I love this movie about black people.
1: Maybe I don't know. Um, I just. I uh, yeah, th- we bring
0: it on, just enough trope.
1: Yeah, I I think that the people, the audiences genuinely enjoyed it and really enjoyed seeing a a black superhero. Yeah. So I don't understand why there it's you know played downplayed so much
0: i think maybe part of it is i don't think that and i haven't seen the pictures but i don't think that like feige's got a lot of people of color on his team you know mm. and so i think you made the right sensitive decision of we want to do justice to this african right period not an american <laughs> uh-huh. uh, character uh so you know bring in uh, all african-american cast the mm-hmm. actors are african-american right uh, let Ryan Coogler be, you know, black Kevin Feige for the whole thing. Right. But then if he's off doing something else and he can't take a call right now, then we don't know what we, to say. Because we, we we've don't kind say of given it all to them.
1: I, I guess I could see that maybe that's what happened. God I
0: hope Bilbo's gonna be back though. <laughs> I need a way into that movie. <laughs> oh,
1: tell stop tell me what's it. happening, white man. Stop What's it. going on? Stop.
0: Yeah, they killed off claw.
1: I know they do. And I, I stop killing the bad guys, <laughs> well, Marvel. I want to start a campaign. Stop killing your bad guys um, because I want to see him come back.
0: Little drips and drabs. Kevin Feige has confirmed that Eternals and Thor 4 will feature LGBTQ characters.
1: Well, that's good news. Yes. Uh, Because we need that. We need more than just like one of the Russo brothers being like, I'm gay. Uh,
0: We sure do. Yeah. We've also had um, announcements about uh, some of the cast and uh, characters that will appear in the uh, Eternals film, uh, Angelina Jolie has been confirmed she'll be playing mm-hmm. Thena.
1: Okay. Who's uh, Thena?
0: Thena is so do we every week we talk about the Eternals and you forget and we have to yeah. do it again. Okay. The Eternals are all like off-brand gods, but yeah. off-brand in that they are the real people that a lot of these myths are Based right. on so our Athena is an off-brand version of Athena. It's a corruption okay. of that. So they all represent like these uh, historical or um, mythological figures. Um, Angelina Jolie will be Athena. That's their war goddess, basically. Okay. Ma, uh, actor Dong Seok will be playing Forgotten One. That's Gilgamesh. Okay. Uh, Richard Madden will be playing Icarus. He's kind of the like male hero, the, the sort of Athena-esque guy warrior. Okay. Camille, we don't know Camille Pagani. Okay. I thought this was interesting that Salma Hayek will be playing Ajax. Who's Ajax? Ajax is like Ajax. It's like a warrior type character, like a tough dude usually, but it's going to be played by Salma Hayek. Nice. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry will be playing Phaistos. Okay. He's like Hephaestus. Okay. A gadget guy. Uh, Lauren Ridloff will be playing Makari. Okay. Makari is like Mercury, basically. Okay. Like their so speedster. Sure. I like the fact that a lot of these now I'm just realizing, yeah, a lot of the Eternals were dudes. <laughs> I guess I didn't really think about that. Huh. And so they are just you know, trying to split it uh, down uh, gender and race lines, which is awesome.
1: That is cool.
0: Mercury can't be a girl. I don't know Lauren Rudolph though. Leah McHugh is playing Sprite. So it looks like we didn't get that Finn Wolfhard that we were looking for. No,
1: no. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, he can be in another Marvel movie down the road.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe if he plays his cards right, he can play a little white boy in Blade. <laughs> I know. Surprise announcement. Yeah. Mahersha Ali. will We're yes. playing Blade. Yes. In a phase five movie. So yeah. So this will be down the road. Yeah. But we're getting Blade. Yeah. Do it. Um. Man. I'm kinda It's open season on all suck kids.
1: Yeah. So I do How hope can Wesley you Snipes do? Is, is Speaking in of somewhere.
0: Indelible characters and yeah. actors that portray them. How can you do Blade without Wesley Snipes?
1: I don't think you can. I think you need to bring him back and have him be like the but mentor or something like that. How do you pass like down
0: that. Bladeness, though? Blade is Blade.
1: I don't know. I think you have to have him play another character, but it's like a nod to I the original. I guess they did
0: have like James Garner play Maverick's father in Madness. <laughs> That's the worst example. Just tell me right there. You can just tell me to shut <laughs> up. Ooh, nobody cares about that. Maverick. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that is... I'm glad Blade, Blade's back. Yeah. Busty Snipes can literally do a jump kick still. I don't I know. know why we're not using him. I know. Although I love Ali. But for me, this is the dark side of Marvel's Amazon money thing. Yeah. Which is screw it, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. Get who just won the Oscar? Get me Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Who just won an Oscar? Get me Brie Larson. Yeah. Who just won an Oscar? Get me Mahersha Ali. Yeah, I know. When you win an Oscar, and maybe we'll see this at next year's ceremony, they hand you your statue, taped to the bottom is the Marvel role you'll be playing <laughs> right? in three years.
1: Yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, which, I don't know how I feel about that entirely. But, um, I mean,
0: clearly they are good people who have an appeal. Yeah. Uh, and they are, quote unquote, good actors. But, you know, just, come on, guys. I know. Act like you're... Like you're trying or yeah. act like you're not trying. Right. I don't, I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> act like you're not a giant corporation that can do whatever you want.
1: Yes, that we, one.
0: Oh, we found this great, this this little known person. Right. Like yeah, the guy right. who's playing Shang-Chi, whose name I don't remember because I don't know who he is. Yes. I assume he's an awesome choice. They didn't just go out and get John Cho.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> Nothing wrong with
0: John Cho except no. that he's 50. But like, yeah, they didn't just go out and get. Asian guy. Yeah, like exactly. They went out and got a guy who is gonna be great for the role.
1: I exactly. John Which is Korean, by the way. Oh yeah. So he can't play Shang-Chi. Okay. Well he could, but people would probably be upset about it. It'd be embarrassing. Yeah. Anyways. Um yeah. can you do
0: Uh huh. Sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> um I I'm I'm excited about all this Marvel news, but it is a lot to digest. Um but yeah, it sounds like 2021 is going to be super busy.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but you know I, there there's none none of the news that I'm disappointed in. So um, this is
0: the it's not a calm before this is the storm before the storm. Right. There is a storm coming. Yeah. V- Ventor tormente or whatever. Right. <laughs> but this yeah this is it this is it this is the beginning.
1: I think. Didn't they mention like Fantastic Four? But they didn't say anything specific.
0: They basically said, "Yeah, I didn't even want to mention it because okay, it's really sorry. noncommittal." But yeah, like at the end of the panel, he's like, "Oh, and also this thread doesn't work." Like, right? You know, okay.
1: As committal as you can get.
0: Give me like a, you know, McFeely and Marcus are working on it or something. Right. Or, or right, give right. me um, you know, we cast John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as as the uh, the Richards or whatever.
1: Right. Exactly. Uh, something, but they didn't really give us much of anything. So,
0: well. Speaking of having money, yeah, Marvel does.
1: Yes, they do.
0: Endgame has finally passed Avatar.
1: I heard that
0: in a cheap stunt.
1: Yeah, but right. They still did it. Yeah,
0: as the highest grossing film of all time. Yes, by about it's so mathematical. That I know it's, it, by about a five hundred thousand dollar margin, which at this level is nothing.
1: This is true. Yeah, and James it,
0: Cameron could sneeze, and another couple million would fall out, and right. they'd be back on top. And, but and technically, yes, they're number one,
1: and it's all thanks to the re-release and yeah, yeah, yeah. additional
3: That's deleted the scenes.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's it for the San Diego Comic-Con news. At least that's relevant to our interests. What did we learn?
1: Um, I think we learned that Marvel's going to cram a lot of stuff in. Uh, And we got a lot of uh, looks at trailers that look enticing. Um, And uh, apparently SDCC is where you break your Star Trek news, even though you got the huge Star Trek con next weekend.
0: Yeah. So. Well... I guess Las Vegas will just be, let's just bask in it. I or maybe can't. they're saving oh, Picard's trailer. Yeah. There's What are they saving? Doesn't matter. We don't talk about starting on the show. <laughs> Come back Wednesday if you're interested on enterprising individuals and we'll talk about what they're saving. Sure. But yeah. So, oh, boy, do you feel like, uh, I feel like I just took a big dump <laughs> Better than that. I felt like I just ate a great meal, which is, I guess, the opposite of taking a big dump. But, right. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot to dissolve and, of course, or di- dissolve in digest. your or digest. <laughs> uh, but, of course, we'll be covering all of it in the future. It's good to know that we're going somewhere. I don't want to say yes. that I am underwhelmed. Um, I'm not underwhelmed because we want... More Thor. We want that Black Widow finally. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I wanted a Shang-Chi, but I want to see where it goes. Right. This TV stuff, I don't know where it's going. Yeah,
1: I don't either. It feels
0: a little empty without a without a Captain America though, doesn't it?
1: It does a little bit. Yep. Yeah. I know and not a lot just Iron Just a little Man. TV show. Yeah, I know.
0: And no Iron Man, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Yeah. Do you think they would have like teased an Avengers? Film, you know, for like, because yeah. I assume there's going to be one in Phase Four.
1: I assume there will be early
0: 2022 20, or something. But.
1: Yeah, like, and it'll be like the New Avengers or something like that. Yeah, like, the I New mean, Avengers. Yeah, no, no more Black <laughs> Widow either. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll okay. See, a, lot, All right. a lot of things
0: happening. Yeah. And we'll be there to report it on Just Enough Trope. So follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Just Enough Trope to get those updates. And subscribe to the show. Come on, you! If you haven't already, go to iTunes, Google, guys, man, Stitcher, boys, whatever mm. you do. Um, ACAST girls uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, subscribe to the show best way to get it as soon as it's ready every week it comes right to your inbox to your device whatever it is so do it also give us a review We want to hear how you think we're doing and what we should talk about on future shows and all that good stuff and the things that you like and want to hear about. And give us a rating. That's really the most important thing to give us because that's when we teach those algorithms what's what. (laughs) People are listening. And I mean, at this point, we could probably drop this part of the show, right? (laughs) People are just going to rate us or or they're not. I think the algorithm has already made a decision about us. But who knows? We can
1: keep on trying. Shake it up. That's right.
0: Like the cars. (laughs) Was it the cars or just Rick Akasek? I, I think that don't was the cars. Know. Yeah, shake it up, it's magic, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, get us up there because we'd appreciate it. So, to that end, give us five hammers that hopefully Natalie Portman will go to the gym and lift to get a little little stronger. I know it's magic. <laughs> I know it's magic. Again,
1: you want to see some guns, though.
0: So. But yeah, just a little definition, right? Yeah, sure. Go back, do the black swan workout again. There you go. But protein bars this time, Uh right? We're going to get a little bit. uh, A little bulky. She's a chameleon esque. Yeah, she
1: is. Yeah, definitely. She
0: transforms uh, for for roles. So I want to see a little more definition. Okay. Because we've come all the way back around.
1: Yeah. Uh, Want me to
0: tell you what I'm talking about? Yes, please do. Uh, In that, like, we've made men as well i mean i know there's a long way to go but we've made men as um objects as much as we have women now yeah that's true <laughs> when all the stories are about like you know captain america's butt or like his
1: yeah i
2: know right? or his, his workout is routine ass. or like yeah.
0: you know anthony mackie's like i'll tell you how many protein shakes i ate uh yeah i think we could bring it back to the girls too sure you know what i mean
1: yeah, yeah. all right like, um
0: brie larson didn't do anything
1: yeah i i know she just she's Brie Larson yeah I know I want
0: to see Natalie Portman get like neck veins yeah. <laughs> Hulk out oh my gosh yeah a
1: little, a little scared I'm all alone <laughs> with that but let's
0: maybe it'll happen uh, so follow us and see if that happens uh, and give us five stars we'd appreciate it uh, we'll be back next week to talk about something else and until we then well, we're starting off I'm your host Caliban
1: I'm your co-host Megan. keep
0: the geek fires burning